You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Breath. It is Tuesday, April 26th. My name is Christian, one of the pastors here on staff at East Coast, and we are honored to be going through the Bible with you today. Morning Breath is a a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. What we do is we take a chapter of the Bible that we've got it available. We'll tell you how to get connected to it. And we take the chapter, we read it the night before, we read it again in the morning, and then we come to our studios at our East Coast location on Merritt Island, and we sit down and we don't prepare kind of what we're going to say, but we do prepare our hearts by just reading it, getting in the Word, and then let God speak to us. So you kind of get a chance to go through a Bible study with us in real time. And I keep saying we because I'm joined by a co-host today, and we like to always do it together. Today in the studio, I have Isaac Eberts. What's up, Isaac? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, Pastor Christian. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. So Isaac and I have been doing life together for a long time. I was looking it up probably over eight years, I think. And so coming up on coming on our ninth year of doing yeah. life together at the Vieira campus and kids ministry and youth ministry and all kind of stuff. I got the privilege of officiating his his wedding. I say sometimes I married them, but that sounds weird. I didn't marry him. <laughs> I was officiating for Isaac and Hannah getting married, which is a real honor. But um, yeah, we're going to read Proverbs 29 today. Why don't you tell people how they can get connected? Yeah, of course. Um, like we say every single day, downloading the East Coast app is the best way to uh, stay connected with everything we have going on at East Coast, uh, not just to figure out what events we're doing, but we also have our past sermons on there. We have Morning Breath episodes and and so much more. So make sure you download that app. It's called East Coast App, or you can head on over to our website at eccc.us. Also, you can call our church offices. Our number here is 321-452-1060. And our team here at East Coast can uh, email you or physically mail you anything uh, information related that you might need. That's great. Yeah, and we got a couple of big announcements. The first one is that we have XO Night at our Parkway location, and this is kind of like a mini marriage night. It's coming up on April 29th from 6.30 to 9.30, and there's two digital sessions with the dessert break in between, and this is incredible. It's $10. Wow. What can you do for $10? That won't even buy you a cup of coffee at Starbucks, hardly. Like, (laughs) that's half of a Chick-fil-A meal. Sorry, Chick-fil-A and Starbucks, but it's the (laughs) truth. And so $10, come be a part of this. This is a way to kind of like tune up your marriage or come and like God can do a miracle. Mm-hmm. We have a bigger marriage conference coming later in the year. I've got the details on that, but I can't reveal it yet. But this is one to kind of like get us halfway through. So XO night, make sure you go to the website, to the app to get more information about that. What's for the sure. next announcement? Well, Hannah and I actually just signed up for XO night. Which yeah, is that's awesome. cool. We just did it. Yeah. And so I'm super excited for that. Also, something that's very close to my heart, we actually have two camps coming up. Uh, one is a camp, one's a conference. One's yep. for our, our kids' church and one's for our youth church. So yep. the first one, kids' camp, is coming up June 6th through the 10th, and it is, uh, it's going to be awesome. We are going to be at our Coco location, and last year was our first year at Coco, and it was incredible. Yep. We had so much more freedom to make kids' camp incredible, so we're going to go back to Coco again, and that's going to be from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day, Monday through Friday, and uh, we have some... Um, awesome family pricing as well. So after the the third kid on is free, wow. and that is something that we are honored to do um, as a church is just to be able to you know balance that cost and be able to make sure that a family of five 
can still afford to bring all of their kids yeah, to Yeah, because that would be 500 bucks. Exactly. That's a lot of money, but yeah. this is way more reasonable. Yeah. You get a discount on the second kid, and then after the third is free. Yeah. That's remarkable. So make sure you check out the website and the app about that. And then, like I said, we have two. So one is our TNT Youth Conference. Come on, this is awesome. Yes, it is awesome. It's going to be July 11th through the 13th. That is a Monday through Wednesday. Yep. And there's two packages. So one is just a general admission. And that is 245, and that is where you get access to a concert by KB, which is incredible. KB is a one of the most popular yeah, Christian one of the biggest hip-hop in the artists in the world. And that is incredible. And uh, then there's another package, because I know there's a lot of kids in, in youth group who, who want the experience of not going home after an awesome day of conference, right? And so we have a premium package, which is available. All the details are on our app and website. And that's a little bit more money, but they actually get to stay with their friends in a hotel room and with a leader, and they get to just carry on the experience from there, and it is going to be incredible. Yeah, that premium package on the app you'll see is 475 and that's awesome. It's staying at a hotel out on the beach, and it's going to be really, really cool. More of the traditional summer camp experience. Yeah, for so, sure. That's great. Awesome. And of course, go to our app and our website for more information, anything we ever talk about. So we're going to jump in here. Proverbs 29. There's 27 verses. We're starting to wind up Proverbs. It's so good. I, I, I hope we actually go through it again this year. I think we may, if I remember correctly, looking at the schedule. But man, it has been awesome. And so I like it a lot. So with 27 verses, why don't we do a break at 14? I'm okay. going to have you read the first 14, and then I'll take it over from 15 on. Sounds good. So what translation are you reading today? I have my uh, paper Bible here. Yeah, cool. My I nice. love the sound of paper turning on a... Yeah, do it again. Do it again. Oh, I love that <laughs> sound in church. We've had a, a, a greater emphasis on bring your Bible to church lately, and I love taking it out and highlighting like I've done for years and years, but maybe got away from a little bit, underlining and mm -hmm. hearing that sound when the pastor says, turn to Matthew 8. <laughs> pastor Matt always preaches from Matthew, by the way. I don't know why his name is Matt, <laughs> but he always tends to neglect Mark, Luke, and John. I've just observed that. But when he says, turn to the book of Matthew, I'll hear all those pages turn. It's good. <laughs> All right. I'm an NLT. What, are, what translation I'm going to be doing the in? NLT as well. That's a we, great one. We're always an NLT. Yeah, sometimes I'll go New King James, but yep. today, <laughs> NLT or sometimes message. All right, oh. here we go. I must say unto you, read sa. Whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be destroyed beyond recovery. When the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. The man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father. But if he hangs around with prostitutes, his wealth is wasted. A just king gives stability to his nation, but one who demands bribes destroys it. To flatter friends is to lay a trap for their feet. Evil people are trapped by sin, but the righteous escape, shouting for joy. The godly care about the rights of the poor. The wicked do not care at all. Mockers can get a whole town agitated, but the wise will calm anger. If a wise person takes a fool to court, there will be ranting and ridicule, but no satisfaction. The bloodthirsty hate blameless people, but the upright seek to help them. Fools vent their anger, but the wise quietly hold it back. If a ruler pays attention to liars, all his advisors will be wicked. The poor and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor fairly, his throne will last forever. Verse 15, to discipline a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. 
When the wicked are in authority, sin flourishes, but the godly will live to see their downfall. Discipline your children, and they will give you peace of mind and will make your heart glad. When people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild, but whoever obeys the law is joyful. Words alone will not discipline a servant. The words may be understood, but they are not heeded. There is more hope for a fool than someone who speaks without thinking. A servant pampered from childhood will become a rebel. An angry person starts fights. A hot-tempered person commits all kinds of sin. Pride ends in humility, while humility brings honor. If you assist a thief, you only hurt yourself. You were sworn to tell the truth, but you dare not testify. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. Many seek the rule, the ruler's favor, but justice comes from the Lord. The righteous despise the unjust. The wicked despise the godly. Amen. Oh, there's so many good ones. I got to pull this one out. Is uh, I love all the ones for children and for parenting. And I've got almost the entire chapter highlighted in my Bible app on my phone. And I try to choose different colors. But I was going to say, it's if, it's just, all, if it's all in one color, you kind of yeah, lose no, I the, got green, yellow, okay. blue, pinks, That's reds. Good. I change them. And sometimes if it's already highlighted, I'll change the color just to put a new emphasis. But <laughs> I love this one because it's been a theme when Pastor Dan and I have been looking at this chapter all month, as it says in verse 20, there is more hope for a fool than for someone who speaks without thinking. And it's really something that God has reminded me. One of the first Bible verses that I really, really latched on to, and it was like a huge revelation, is be slow to speak, slow to wrath, quick to listen from James 1. And it's something that's so profound that if I could just work on one thing this year and for the rest of my life, which is to be conscientious of not speaking all the time, to be slower to speak, to be able to listen more. And Solomon doesn't pull back. He does say, don't be a fool. He says, don't be stupid. And here's another reminder of that. But that's one that it's just so clear. It's so simple. And it's a reminder for me to maybe speak a little bit less. What stood out to you? Yeah, that's good. Um, just a little bit above that in verse 18, yep. it says, uh, when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because a lot of um, Proverbs is talking about um, guidance and stuff like that, you know, wisdom. Um, but this this specific line has a, has an emphasis on divine guidance, right? And so that's not just divine just not guidance from, you know, I guess like a king or a president, right? Or whatever that looks like. But this is divine guidance, which means guidance from God, right? And so I think that's cool of, it's important to listen to the wisdom from, you know, obviously it highlights listening to your parents, obeying your parents and and listen to the king, right? Or like obeying the rulers and and all that stuff. But this says when people do not accept divine guidance, they run wild. Yeah. And so as much as as it is important to, to, you know, get guidance from a lot of people in the world, I would argue that it's more important to get divine guidance and, and get guidance from God above everything else. You know, if you have a problem, if you need guidance in your life, go to God, go to scriptures, go to the Bible before you go to other people. That's good. I like that a lot. And just looking at, you know, verse one right out the gate, it's kind of like the filter that you see all of the Bible through and you see specifically the Proverbs as it says, whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be destroyed beyond recovery. And it's this idea, you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, is mm-hmm. being quick to accept criticism. Is It's hard 
Like, I remember having a conversation with Pastor Matt years ago when we were having to talk about some tough stuff. And it was like, I told him, I said, hey, I got wide shoulders. And he goes, I hear you saying that. And it's a term to mean like, I can take it. He goes, but Christian, don't lie. You and I are both very sensitive. Like this stuff hurts, but still it's helpful to grow and to learn. And mm-hmm. so as we were having to work through and, you know, and I know in your and I relationship, Isaac, I've had to give you some tough conversations mm-hmm. in the past and it's not fun at the time, but Proverbs and the Bible talks about, even though it may be painful in the moment, it's so much more beneficial in the long term. And when yeah. I've had criticisms from people, I can remember them and they helped grow me. And I'm grateful for it that they cared enough to be able to share that. So just if you're out there listening on podcast, on radio, however you're catching this, just be open to receiving criticism. And even it's easy to be like, oh, I'll take criticism as long as I like the source, you know, and I, I do that mocking term. But there's been times where there's people who, I'll be honest, I don't even respect They've criticized our church. They criticized our kids' ministry. They criticized this process. And I've always had to ask God, even though I don't necessarily respect that person as much as I should, Mm -hmm. what can I learn from this? And even though it's painful to have someone tear down, like we just had an incredible Easter service a couple weeks ago, and we felt like in so many ways things were good, but someone could easily just criticize this, 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 or that. If they're looking for that, but it's like, God, What can I learn from that? What can I take away? And even the people who I've been challenged by and it's been hard, I still want to always learn those things. Let's celebrate the wins, but let's be willing to hear because God could be using them to be able to bring something to light that is like, you know, that's right. It's not my perspective. Sometimes I can't see the forest for the trees. I'm so immersed in an environment that I tune out these things that someone else does see. So be open. Whoever stubbornly refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be destroyed beyond recovery. Let's not be that way. Yeah, that's good. And I think uh, criticism, I mean, is something that can it applies to everyone. I mean, if you're a business owner, yeah. maybe you deal with some criticism from uh, oh, yeah. your customers. <laughs> yeah. Reviews have so much power in the day we oh, live yeah. in, way different than what it used to be. Yeah. And it's almost like perception is reality. Oh, yeah. In a way of, I know a lot of times, you know, especially in work, right? Because I, I work here at the church, is I don't intend to do, you know, I don't intentionally just go off and, and make bad choices and, yeah. and do things that hurt people or, or you know, affect in a bad way. But perception is reality in those cases. If someone is criticizing the way I do something, yeah. just because it's not my intention doesn't yeah. mean that's not how it was perceived. Perceived, right? absolutely. And so I, that's kind of what I think of when I look at that yeah. is criticism, you know, people who are criticizing me. I have to take a step back and, like you said, pray yeah. and go, God, is this real? Is this something yeah. that I have blinders on that I'm not yeah. open to seeing? And, and, you know, open my heart, you know, soften my heart. You know, let me not get a hard heart yeah. and, and just think. And not be able to receive anything from yeah. it because you get defensive. Yeah. And it says, will suddenly be destroyed. Yeah. So it almost gives me this picture of you can get away with it for a while, yeah. right? But when it catches up to you, it's going to suddenly destroy you beyond yeah. recovery. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do get away with it, right? Yeah. I mean, refuses to accept criticism will suddenly be destroyed. So you can live life, you know, deflecting criticism, you know, and just pushing that off but eventually it will catch up to you. And so I think that's a a good picture that um, is painted here in in Proverbs right from the very beginning. I like it, yeah. Verse five is another one that you may skip over because there's so many that are kind of like on the nose. They're so easy with 
talking about children and other things. But this says to flatter friends is to lay a trap for their feet. Mm. And I like this idea of don't just puff people up for the sake of manipulation. It can be very easy to just try to tell people stuff so that way you can try to get something or to leverage or to have an agenda out there is it can be very, very dangerous. The Passion Translation says flattery can often be used as a trap to hide ulterior motives and take advantage of you. Wow. And so Wait, it's what, like what translation passion, is that? No, yeah, the Passion Translation. Wow. That's so cool. flattery can often be used as a trap to hide ulterior motives and to take advantage of you. And so be careful when someone is flattering you that they're not doing it to manipulate you because it's a very common tactic. And they may not even realize that they're doing it, but almost all of us, whether we realize it or not, can have some like ulterior motives of trying to be mm -hmm. able to, you know, puff someone up is I love the idea of let's just point people back to Jesus. Yep. Let's make Jesus famous, not a person, not a ministry, not a building, not a thing. But ultimately, if we constantly give Jesus glory and point everyone back to him, we're in a safer place than trying to puff someone else up. Yeah. We have a, as a staff every Monday uh, morning, we pray over all the prayer requests that yep. come in for the first half of our, of our quote meeting. And then the second half is actually we, uh, it's called prayer and celebration, right? So we pray over all the prayer requests that come in to our church and then we celebrate all of the wins. And something that I think is really cool that of our culture, of our staff is that when people are getting celebrated, right? I'll, I'll say, I'll raise my hand and go, hey, just wanna shout out Pastor Christian for killing it on this and all this stuff. But we've all positioned to a place of humility yeah. where it's like, okay, it's not, it's not in my mind, and, and Pastor yeah. Matt said this last week in, in one of those meetings, was it's not us. It's not by our power. It's yeah. not by, you know, yeah. we can get, you know, people can send in praise reports, say, hey, Easter service, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, you guys did so incredible production team. You mixed it so well. But like you said, if you get puffed up, you know, your your ego maybe yeah, starts, your pride starts yeah. to develop there. Yeah, pride comes before destruction, yeah. haughtiness before the fall. Yeah. yeah, and we just have to remember that it's God who gave us that ability, right? Yeah. If you're If you're working as a mechanic, right? God gave you that ability to work on cars. He He designed you that way, right? In your mother's womb, He yeah. knew that's what you were going to be doing. And so when people say, "Oh, you're the you're the best mechanic ever," all this stuff, you can say, "Yeah, I'm the best," but because of God, right? Yeah. You know, and say, "Hey, you're the best preacher, man. That was an awesome message." Yeah, because God gave it because to you, right? Because of God, yeah. Not because of anything that we can do or our yeah. skills, but like you said, I love that you said that and brought yeah. up always point back to Jesus. That's it. Yeah, it's not to think less of yourself, it's to think of yourself less. And that's a better definition of humility is that we don't want to get so lowly in spirit that we're just like, "Oh, wretched man that I am." <laughs> like yeah. that's that's a real thing that people do and there's doctrine out there that talks about just being a vile pile of garbage like <laughs> and it's like no the bible says as he is so are we in the world that mm -hmm. we are formed in his creation that we are in the likeness of christ like we are created anew but think of yourself less let's just always point back to jesus i like the yeah. idea that i originally heard this from hillsong but it says make jesus famous and like let's let that be the goal of everything else rather than just trying to make our own platform and do yeah. things. Wasn't that your Pokemon Go username? It was. I knew it. I still, <laughs> I, I use that a lot. It's pretty pretty popular for me because I want to make that reminder. Yeah, so, that's good. Come make on, Jesus shout out, famous. Shout out to Pokemon Go. That opened up a lot of conversations with people that don't go to church about, yeah. hey, so what's up with your Pokemon Go name? Hey, man, let's make Jesus famous. So, <laughs> hey, cool. let's look at verse 15. I like this one. I, I made, if you don't use your Bible app, it's really easy to just click on a verse and then make a verse image. And so there's beautiful 
pictures you can use. And I sent this one to my wife. It's just a reminder for us. It says, to discipline a child produces wisdom, but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. Hmm. And I'm just going to lovingly call out my wife because this is not uncommon because it's easy to discipline the first child. Any first child out there, you know, you got the most spankings. Hmm. The second one maybe gets less, but in our scenario, it went boy, boy, girl. I can just tell you by percentage wise, my beautiful <laughs> daughter got a fraction of the spankings that her older brothers did. Because the first kid, you're learning it. You spank mm-hmm. them for everything you can. Like you're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. But Selah, great little girl, could have used a lot more discipline, <laughs> you know? And she's my my wife's precious daughter. And I love you, Anne Marie. Like I'm honoring you here. But we could do more discipline in all of the children. And this is a reminder for all the parents out there is if you love your child, discipline them. Yeah. That's what we learn in Proverbs, and that's what the Bible says. And when we've had to discipline them, it comes with a conversation to say, because I love you so much, I'm doing this, and I want to help you, and this is what I'm instructed to do by the Bible. It's not because I discipline you because I'm in rage or because of anger. I'm not doing this in outburst, and it's just all emotions. I'm doing it intentional because I care about you enough to do it. And so this is a good reminder. To discipline a child produces wisdom but a mother is disgraced by an undisciplined child. So let's give our kids wisdom. Yeah, that's good. And obviously I don't have any kids, but yeah. uh, I was disciplined as a child. Come on, and discipline. Yeah, thanks uh, mom and dad, if you're listening. And uh, I, I can definitely say that um, it, it changed my life. Yeah. If, I, if I were to have been able to get a, get away, oh, I yeah. guess, with the stuff that I did oh, yeah. right as a kid and as a teenager. Because we want to see how far we can go. We're yeah. always testing the boundaries. Yeah. And sometimes I really, you know, I had, I would scream at my parents and yeah. I would storm off and all that stuff. And I'm sure that was really hard, yeah. you know, because I don't have kids. So now I'm looking back at, yeah. look like to my parents of how did that make them feel, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you're a parent out there listening and, and you're struggling, you know, your kids will come back to you, right? Yeah. They won't, they won't hate you forever and that it will pay off in the long run. Because there were times where I really felt like I hated my parents yeah. when I got disciplined, right? And I thought that it was extreme and all this stuff, but it helped me. It helped shape me into who I am today. Absolutely. And without that discipline, I, I wouldn't be the man who I am. So yeah. just keep going. Don't give up. Um, and, you know, even when it's hard, I would, I would argue as a kid who went through discipline, it works. And uh, don't get discouraged. Don't let the enemy lie to you and, and tell you to give up on that. Yeah, and one more verse before we wrap up here is for a quick break. Is Proverbs twenty nine seventeen says, Discipline your children, and they will give you peace of mind and make your heart glad. That's good. And that's the truth is you spend the hard work. It's worth it to do the hard work, and it pays off because then the Bible promises, train a child up in the way they should go, and when they get older, they will not depart from it. So you, you invest the time, you do it, and it's going to be worth it long term because you did care about them instead of just the default like we know the path of least resistance never produces the outcome that we ultimately want it's going to create you know fatness and undiscipline in our life it's going to create poverty is we need to be disciplined we need to challenge ourselves and challenge our children so let's do that we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with you you are listening to the morning breath podcast from east coast christian center We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. All right, welcome back. We're just wrapping up with Proverbs 29, and we're going to look at verse 23, which says, Pride ends in humiliation, while humility brings honor. And this verse is just a reminder of being able to, when you puff yourself up, when you're prideful, it will bring you low. The, the Passion Translation of this says, 
Lift yourself up with pride and you will soon be brought low, but a meek and humble spirit will add to your honor. And Jesus talked about this being meek. And a lot of times people think that's weak, but it's not as this meekness is, you know who you are in Christ and you can be comfortable in that. You don't have to let everybody know that you're the most important person in the room. Mm. You don't have to remind people of, don't you know who I am? Like none of that, but you're going to be able to be humble and meek, and then it will ultimately add to your honor. Yeah, that's so good. That's really good. And if you know, if you're a boss or if you're you know leading a team or in charge of people in that way, it's hard. You know, it's hard to when you maybe your employees are uh, are acting up or not doing anything. It can be hard to pull the bo- or it can be easy to pull the boss card right yep. and say, "I'm your boss." All this stuff. But I like what you said about you know being meek and being humble and and you know and leaning into that yeah. brings honor and you're going to be honored and respected by that and by those actions and I think that's something that we can all strive for if we're a parent a business owner a pastor a, you know a, someone working at fast food it, it, it whatever really it is, stretches yeah. across everything yeah Jesus set that perfect example as he was a servant leader and he he led that way so let's look at Jesus's example come on WWJD what would Jesus do mm-hmm. all right it was great talking to you today Isaac God bless you out there on podcast and radio we'll talk to you next time We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.